Good afternoon, starlings, and welcome to episode five of A Spell for Wellness. It is Wellness Wednesday, and while I am coming to you a little bit later than I had originally anticipated, I am here, and we have a topic today that I am very excited to talk about. The title of today's episode, 66 is the New 21. And so I know that's very ambiguous, but we will get into it. So let's dive right in. How many times have you started something? Whether it be a workout regiment or a diet or a project, a creative project based on the idea that In 21 days, it will become a habit, whether it be making sure you drink enough water every day. If I drink enough water every day for 21 days, that's the magic number, and I will drink water, the proper amount of water every day for the rest of my life. There is actually a reason that 21 like the 21-day fix, or for other programs, sometimes it's 28 days. But it's always typically between 21 and 30 days that people say, if you do this thing, you'll have amazing results, you'll stick with it. That number 21 has some history. Back in the 1950s, there was a plastic surgeon whose name was Maxwell Maltz. And he realized that it took his patients roughly 21 days to get used to their new parts, whether they had a nose job or they had implants. He also discovered that in about that same amount of time, amputees were able to accept their lost limbs. And for himself, he realized that once he started something over the course of about 21 days, it became a habit. In 1960, he published a quote, these and many other commonly observed phenomena tend to show that it requires a minimum of about 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel, end quote. From that the 21-day fix fad erupted. And people all over started publishing diets and meal plans and exercise routines and fitness groups that all claimed, do this for 21 days and you, you will see results. You will see your life change. But what happened instead was people started to fail. Some people did great on this 21-day challenge or timeline, and some people completed the 21 days and then never looked back again. In 2009, and I'm going to butcher this name, pardon me, Philippa Lolly, who is a health psychology researcher at University College in London, published a study in the European Journal of Social Psychology 
where she followed 96 people over a 12-week period. And it took an average of two months, 66 days exactly, for these habits to stick. In her study, she reveals that it can be from anywhere from 18 to 254 days for a habit to stick. So that can seem kind of discouraging for some people. Why why would I want to keep doing something if I don't know how long it's going to take? And I think a huge problem with giving it a solidified number, giving this ability to create a habit a set amount of time, is that it goes from being an experience It goes from being a journey to a singular event. And so by putting a number on it, you're already basically saying, when I hit that number, I'm done. And I don't have to do it anymore. But if we are looking to make these lifestyle changes and we are looking to embrace this new habit that we are trying to integrate into our lives... We have to understand that it is a process. It is a journey. It is an experience. And it's not a set time. It's not a set amount of days. And it's not a singular event. And if we're talking about, say, something that you want to develop for yourself, look at writers, people who write novels. I would be willing to say, even if it's just a line, they write one every single day because it's their passion. It's something that they wanted to do, that they committed themselves to. And if you don't use it, you lose it. So what I want to talk about today after dropping some knowledge bombs, is how to be active and stay active and have it be a continuous part of your life. And so there are certain things that you need to understand when it comes to starting and maintaining an active lifestyle. And the first part of that is Be realistic. Don't set these outrageous goals for yourself, especially if it's something you've never done. Remember, it takes approximately 66 days for a new habit to form. And so it's not going to happen overnight. And that is something that all of us, myself included, often forget. Or we just choose not to acknowledge it. We say, we we start up with um, a 28-day program that says, you know, in 28 days, you'll be on your way. And that's not untrue. In 28 days of consistently participating in physical activity, you are well on your way to a healthier lifestyle. But there has to be a plan for after that. And so 
focusing on the number takes the focus off of the reason why we started doing this in the first place, which is really to to feel better, to be healthier, to to practice self-care in a physical way. And so being realistic and acknowledging that this is a lifestyle change and it is not temporary and it will be something that you carry with you for the rest of your life is the first step. Acknowledge that this is a lifestyle change and it is not something that is going to take 20 and 28 days to complete and then your life will be changed forever. Do something that you enjoy. And it can take some time to figure out what that is. I spent most of my 20s, hell, we'll say from the time I was 16 years old until now, struggling with having a a physical fitness routine that I enjoyed and that wasn't focused on me losing weight. And it took until two years ago when I discovered running after I told myself in eighth grade that I would never run again to realize that when it was on my terms, it was one of my favorite things in the world to do. And the great thing about figuring out what that something is for you is that in the meantime, you're going to be trying all of these other things that get your body used to being physically active. And so even just the act of trying to discover what it is that that makes you want to be physically fit or enjoy physical activity, you're already starting the process. Understanding the importance and the benefit of being physically active is also just as important as doing something that you enjoy. I did a little bit of research on the the benefits aside from the physical. Obviously, exercising is going to help you lose weight if that's what you're trying to do. And if... If you start being physically active after being sedentary, you will start to lose weight because you will be at a caloric deficit, especially if you maintain the way that you're currently eating. It improves cardiovascular health. Your your mood improves uh, mental regulation and focus, your strength, your endurance, your stamina. And aside from your body, studies are showing that Physical exercise, even at the bare recommended minimum, can be prescribed as medicine. Uh, Researchers and doctors in the field of ADHD right now are finding a direct correlation between exercise and a decrease in symptoms in both children and adult patients. And as someone who was diagnosed with ADHD just a month ago, my psychiatrist has told me that one of the reasons I probably enjoy running so much is because intense cardiovascular activity helps your brain regulate itself. And ADHD is a self-regulatory disorder. Our brains literally cannot regulate certain triggers and emotional states. But by 
being physically active for extended periods of time, it triggers that part of our brain to slow things down. So before I even knew it, I was medicating my ADHD by running. And so do yourself a favor and start looking into the the mental benefits of physical exercise. Um, There was a study, I believe it was done in Norway, uh, where they found out that middle-aged women who were physically active, again, at the bare minimum, the bare recommended minimum of physical activity, were 25% less likely to develop dementia. 25% is huge. So just some food for thought there. about just understanding the importance and and the benefit of what having a physical routine can do for your life and and how it can help you. Another way to encourage yourself to to keep that keep this as a habit is to use a reward system instead of a punishment. You know, say you're you're going by the the 66 days. And I I hate I I feel like I'm contradicting myself going back to that because you don't want to put a number on it. But the reality is you don't know. And so if you don't know, it can be sort of monotonous to think, well, how long is this going to take? And that can be discouraging because especially in the world of modern technology, we are constantly looking for that dopamine hit and we're looking for immediate results and immediate gratification. And so because developing a habit is not immediate, it can be difficult for us to stay on track. So one way to do that is by using a reward system. Say, if I do this for a week, I'm going to treat myself to a new pair of shoes. If I do this for two weeks, I'm going to treat myself to the top thing on my Amazon wish list. If I do this for a month, I'm going to plan a road trip. Maybe not something as extravagant, but you get the idea that we respond better to rewards than we do punishment because say you miss a day. In hindsight, not a big deal. You missed one day, but we find, I find at least, that we get so caught up in trying to get it done that when we do step off the rails, when we do go off the path, we feel like we failed. And that's not the case. Skipping a day or missing a day or forgetting a day only affects you if you let it derail you. But if you can say to yourself, shoot, I forgot to do this today. It's fine. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Then it's gone and the stress is gone and the self-deprecation is gone. Habits take time, just like everything else. So we need to be patient with ourselves because it's not going to happen overnight. Nothing worth doing happens immediately. It takes time and it takes effort. So if you have to put the effort in already to get to where you're going, to to make this lifestyle change, to create a habit, you might as well have fun with it and not beat yourself up. If you miss a day every once in a while. Try a buddy system. 
I know that works for me, having someone to keep me accountable. And if you want to do this alone, great. I know for myself, it can be difficult to to keep myself motivated. So you could join an online community once you discover what that thing is that you love to do. Uh, You could start an online community for people who love rock climbing, for people who like hiking, or for people who just like to take walks and listen to music. You know, share a playlist. And you can make it something fun. You could make it friendly competition or compete against yourself. You know, say you're, because I'm a runner, we'll say you decide you want to start running. Okay, this week I ran a total of an hour over the course of this week. Next week I'm going to run an hour and 10 minutes. And before you know it, you have not only increased your physical activity, but you've increased your stamina, you've increased your strength, you've increased your resilience, both physically and mentally, because you're pushing yourself to places you didn't know you could go. And that's that's a really exciting thing about starting a new habit is it's a chance to do something different. And if you make it exciting for yourself, and if you find something that you love that also improves your well-being, you are going to be more inclined to continue to do that thing. And because we are talking about physical activity and just being active in general, don't make it about a number. Don't make it about pounds Don't make it about days, you know, 21 21 days. Why couldn't I do this in 21 days? Or, you know, after a week, why didn't I lose weight? If your doctor has said you need to exercise to lose weight, then you can ignore this section because obviously that is what your doctor recommended. But if you are just trying to get physically active, just to be active, to live a healthier life, to feel happier, to feel like you've accomplished something, when you start making it about losing, you stop focusing on what you're gaining. And That was a struggle for me for many years. I would start exercising and I would go hard, obsessively hard, to the point where I was getting sick because I was pushing myself too much. And I was obsessed with the scale. I would step on the scale. And if I didn't see at least a pound go down, I'd beat myself up. And I'd start picking out all of the things that I didn't do or things I could have done better or things I shouldn't have eaten. And it becomes this painful mental game that is unnecessary. Anyone trying to to lose weight or to be active or to get healthy should be focused on getting active, eating well, 
and feeling good. There is this, um, this hashtag in the online community that's called a non-scale victory. And I think that is so important because we should be focusing on the things that make us feel good, the things that make us look good. And a number on a scale is not those things. I mean, if if you have a significant amount of weight to lose and, and you lose your first hundred pounds, that is something to celebrate. But if you want a physical activity, a physical routine to stick, it has to be because you want it. You have to want it. And it it can't be about something else other than itself. If you want to be active, it's because you want to be active. And I think if we can take our minds out of the space that physical activity means I'm trying to lose weight or exercise is a chore, instead of making it just another necessary part of your day, I feel like we can, we can get rid of the stigma that like exercise is work. Because it, it is technically physical work, but it is also incredibly therapeutic and beneficial in so many ways as long as you're doing it the right way. So I know that this podcast has sort of been an in-between between creating a habit and and getting physically active, but they are directly correlated And you can't have the physical activity without making it a habit. And remembering that there is no final destination. It is a journey. It is an experience. And it is great to set goals for yourself, especially once it becomes a habit. Then, it, then you can start creating goals. Say you are a lifter um, and you know you you get into lifting and you hit your first your first PR, your first personal record. And you're like, you know what? Next month I'm gonna shoot for this personal record. And suddenly you have a whole nother 30 days that are going to be propelling you into the future, maintaining this habit that you created for yourself. And it's going to make you happy. And you are going to feel like you are accomplishing something and you are going to be excited about it because once you get to the point where it's something you do every day and then you can start to create goals to go along with that, your opportunities are endless. And especially now, and I feel like I say this every episode and I probably do, it is important to have something to look forward to. So why not? Why not find something that makes you want to get out there and get your heart racing and that'll help you sleep better at night, that'll put you in a better mood, that has insurmountable health benefits, but most importantly will make you feel good about yourself. At the end of the day, even if you've done nothing else, you can say, 
I took care of my body today. I took care of my mind and my heart and my lungs. I took care of this vessel that carries me literally every single day. I did something for myself. I did self-care. And that's awesome. We're all unique. We shouldn't all fit into a 21-day fix. Because we aren't broken. We are conditioned. And if we want to break that condition, we need to put in the work and get to know our minds and our bodies. So Starlings, thank you again for tuning in for this week's episode of A Spell for Wellness. I am hoping to come to you next week with an interview. (laughs) My uh, new computer comes in tomorrow, which is going to give me um, Skype capabilities. um, And I have a couple of ideas of what I want to talk about. I'm just trying to uh, get my interviewee secured And once that happens, um, hopefully you won't just be listening to me talk for almost half an hour. But for those of you who made it through to the end, thank you. I appreciate you being here every single week, listening and giving me your feedback and hoping that what I am saying to you is making a difference and that I am adding a little bit of wellness to your days. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me. Take care. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.